What the fuck is up, everybody? Welcome to the Wednesday show. Brought to you by the Great Girth Podcast. <laughs> Same thing. At this rate, we should be calling it the fucking Thursday show, given my timing and <laughs> all my rescheduling and shit. But um, Austin, how the fuck are you, buddy? I'm doing good. Working hard, keeping busy. Sounds like it, man. You said you had some uh, great news. Is that worth sharing on the podcast, or is that for behind the scenes? Maybe, maybe, maybe we'll announce that um, later down the road. But um, Fuck yeah. There, there's some very good things happening in Austin's life that he can't necessarily talk about the super public. Oh, oh, no, no, I get that. Dude, hell yeah. Have to let me know down the road. Uh, shit, man. Sorry about the fucking hold up. I got stuck helping uh, my wife wrap the presents for the kids because, you know, Christmas is literally right around the corner. So we had to get that shit out of the way. Almost there. Almost there. Yeah, man, I'm kind of looking forward to being uh, over because <laughs> as much as much as like I enjoy my children, man, I don't like Christmas. As I get older, I stop liking Christmas. Too stressful. It costs too much fucking money, too, man. It's it's definitely something that's been polarized to make you spend more money. Yes, ever since Santa died in 2003, the money has been. <laughs> <laughs> 2003. <laughs> oh, shit. Damn you, Tim. I know, dude. What the fuck happened? I was all excited. I went to go see it, and I was like, son of a bitch. I knew this was going to suck. Tim Allen, you killed Santa Claus, bro. I love this. I love those movies so much. Well, I like, okay, so I do like the second and third, but not as much as the first one, man. The first one's a fucking classic. Which, I'm glad we're on this topic, dude, because I was thinking, you know, Christmas is right around the corner. Tomorrow is Christmas Eve, which, to a lot of people, that is Christmas, basically. So, I was thinking we could start this podcast off for Wednesday to talk about uh, Christmas movies. Favorite Christmas movies, not favorite, you know, shit like that. Um, I'll just throw it out there, man. In my opinion, the best Christmas movie ever made is Christmas Vacation. Just my opinion, but I gotta say it, man. I think that's the best one ever made. Well, okay, hold on. Let me take that back. Let me retract that. That and a Christmas Die story. Hard. Yes, Die Hard too. Absolutely. See, Chanel don't think it's a fun Christmas movie. I tell her every year, dude. Argue with her every year. Like, this is a Christmas movie. It's one of the greatest Christmas movies of all time. And she's like, nah, it's not a Christmas movie. Well, time really? out. Okay, start of the movie. We have a family that's struggling. And they're having a hard time, like, being together. Then yes. they go through a hardship. They come together. They make reconciliation, and the movie ends with a truth with their with the kiss. It falls out with rockin' nineties um, Christmas music, fades away out into Christmas lights and snow. You're telling me that's not a Christmas movie? That's what I'm saying, man. It's fully Christmas. I don't get where people are like, nah. Like you know, in my opinion, it's not a fucking Christmas movie, but everyone says it is. Krampus. That is not a Christmas movie. <laughs> it's got Christmas shit in it, but that's a fucking horror flick. Um, you know it's an objectively bad film that I just love. Jim Carrey's um the Gr- the Grinch stole Christmas. Oh, dude, that's a great movie. I mean, it's not good. It's really it's terrible. Objectively but bad I love movie, it. but 
It is easily my favorite Christmas movie. It is the only Christmas movie I actually sit down and like, you know what? I'm gonna watch a, I'm gonna watch the um The Grinch is still Christmas today. Well, yeah, it's hard not to enjoy. I mean it's it's pretty good. I like it. I mean, I love Jim Carrey, that's why he's a crazy fucking person, but I love his movies. You know, uh, my childhood is based around him. So I mean I, I gotta give him some credit. I not do like uh go ahead, sorry. Not to mention your youngest daughter kind of looks like a the baby Grinch. No shit, man. I'm starting to act like one too, dude. She's <laughs> being an asshole lately. Seriously, dude. She's only five months old, but she's already developing like little mood swings. Like she gets grouchy and shit. She'll start going, man, man. I'm like, ooh, man. Why don't tap you on the head? What's wrong with you? And she crumples up your her nose and you go. <laughs> like, the, I'll kick you. The, 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 and I just keep waiting for her to go, the Grinch. <laughs> hey, speaking of Jim Carrey, the other <laughs> Grinch, another good one is fucking, um, well, okay, it's not good, but it's the animated version of, um, God damn it. It's Jim Carrey. He plays uh, Ebenezer Scrooge. What the fuck's the name of it? I feel stupid now. Night- you know what I'm talking about. The, night- the Nightmare Before, no. No, bro, that's Tim Burton. <laughs> <laughs> that's, a, that's a solid movie. That's more of a Halloween movie, though. Yeah, well, that's a weird one. It is definitely more Halloween than anything. But it's fucking, like, all over, too. Like, I wouldn't really call it a Christmas movie, but I would definitely call it, like, a fucking holiday movie. 100% Chris, uh, Halloween, though, because all that shit, dude, Halloween-based. Like, it looks like an emo's fantasy come to life. Well, to be fair, that is just what Michael... That's just what... Um, Fucking Tim Burton's looking for. <laughs> a, Christmas car- a Christmas Carol. Yes, there it is. A Christmas Carol. That's what it is. That's the one. That, so I like that one with Jim Carrey. It's not the best. You know, it's not a. It's not going to go down in history as a classic, but <clears throat> I like that one. That one's pretty good. I think the only. Truly, the only Christmas movie that I don't care for at all. Would have to be. Let me think about this. Uh, there's quite a lot of them. I'll get back to you on that. Every Hallmark movie has ever been made. Some of them are all right, but yeah, most of them are shitty. <laughs> I'm trying to think. There's like definitely a couple I don't fucking care for. Uh, one of them in particular is Jingle All the Way Two. How the fuck are you gonna do a sequel to a movie that's amazing in a shitty way? Like I don't understand that. Bye. I absolutely love the Jim Carrey or the um, Tim Allen. Um, oh yeah, dude, Santa Claus, Santa- hell yeah, that's an amazing one. I mean, can't go wrong with that, dude. That's a fucking, that's a must watch on Christmas. We used to do it when I was a kid all the time, but that as freaking, you know, you get older. That freaking um, scene where he and that little elf are sitting here, sitting at the table, and she's explaining him how great her. Um, how um, good the cho- hot chocolate is, and she she thinks he's hitting on him. It's so funny. Right. <laughs> <laughs> Man, where did those movies go wrong? You know what I think it is? Everyone will blame going into, like, the North Pole and showing you how Santa basically is Santa, but let's think about it. What else would they have done with it? Number you two can't... is better than number one. Austin, I'm going to slap the shit out of you. You take that back. The marriage I know you're, you're fucking with me right now. The marriage clause is so much better 
Oh. The whole first no. one. The third one's um, the worst one. Easy. Yes. Like, it's not yes. even close. I can't believe you think the second one is better than the first one. What the fuck? Okay, here's the thing. I'll give you this. It was the fucking sequel we've all been waiting for. Like, when I heard it was coming out, dude, I almost creamed myself. I was, like, probably eight or nine years old, and I was like, oh, I came a little bit. But, like, <laughs> I was so excited, man. It, it definitely lived up as a sequel, but it's so fucking vast. It's just vastly different and so weird. It sets the stage for the shitty third one. It kind of, like, was an excuse for a third one, which, of course, they were going to do money-wise. I still think the first one is the best one. I don't know. It's just, it's amazing. I can't explain it. It's just, it's different though. That's the thing too. I mean, you can definitely tell which one represents which generation. Like the first one is totally nineties, 100% 90s. Second one, definitely early two thousands, uh, mid, what well, it was 2003, right? 22. <laughs> right, right, right. So <clears throat> basically, it definitely represents, hey, 10 years later. <laughs> but <clears throat> I fucking loved it. I love them both. Like, third one, I think it's a little bit of a bad rap. It's an okay movie to sit down with the family. It's not as bad as it's people the, say it is. It's the robot Santa Claus for me, though. It's the That's, robot Tim Allen for me. The evil fucking Santa Claus. You know what's a good one? Fucking A Christmas Story, man. That's definitely a good one. Everybody loves that movie. You, how can you not? Dude? You'll shoot right out, kid. That's like who fucking, doesn't have a lamp that's made out of a leg? <laughs> I want one so bad, dude. But it's every married guy's problem, basically. The wife's like, <laughs> nope. <laughs> you could definitely not have. <coughs> Excuse me. Oh my god. No, but that I freaking. I love Tim Allen. Tim Allen's the best. Uh, Christmas with the Cranks? That's another Tim Allen Christmas movie. Yeah, that's a good one. That's a, Jamie Lee Curtis is his wife, right? Yeah. Yeah, I've seen that one. That's pretty good. What's another... Um, damn. There's another one I was thinking about that's pretty good. Um, Four Christmases. Vince Vaughn, Reese Witherspoon. Did you ever see that one? Um, a long, long, long time ago. That's the one where they're like a single couple and they do single people shit. They're not married, they don't have kids, but they have to split up Christmas and see each other's family, but they both don't want to. And so they have to go to each family member who's divorced. It's pretty fucking funny, dude. Like, for being a cheesy Christmas romance movie, it's pretty damn funny. Um, Elf is definitely amazing, too. Elf's really good. I saw, uh, I saw a freaking video... Uh, online where Will Ferrell and well, what's his name? Billy something, the comedian who does a, on the street stuff. He's so funny. Oh, I know you're talking about. Yeah, is it Billy Lord? No, it's not Billy Lord. I know what you're talking about. Yeah, pretty good um, though. Good stuff. But um, they're walking down the street and they walk up this lady and she and he goes, "Hey, um." Um, have you watched? Have you seen the Elf movie? And she goes, "Yeah, I've seen Elf." And she's like, she realizes, like, "Oh shoot, that's Will Ferrell." And she's all excited. And then he goes, "Who is the best person in Elf?" And she goes, "Uh, the Elf." And he goes, "The Elf." Because they're like, "What's his name? What's his name?" They're like, "What's his?" They're screaming at her at the top of their lungs. What's his name? And he goes, "Uh, 
buddy? He goes, no, 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 no. What's his real name? And they're screaming, what's his real name? And just, I've never seen the movie. And Will Ferrell's like, I'm right here. I'm right here. <laughs> and Kelly's screams at the top. He's like, she's never seen the elf. And he sprints into the freaking middle of the street in New York City. It's so funny. You know, it's crazy. For years, they've talked about doing a sequel to it, but I don't think it's ever going to happen at this point. It's just too old now. I mean, probably, he, who knows? They could, they could do another one. I don't know. He's in Pitch Perfect, right? Will Ferrell? No, he is not. Oh, not Will Ferrell. The um, other guy. Which other one? Um, the guy who's with him um, on the street, or the Billy guy. He's like very. They're like Austrian or German. Oh, you talking about the kid? No. Oh, come on. It's going to kill me that I don't remember. Austrian. That sounds like somebody that would be in Pitch Perfect, but I don't know. He's either in Pitch Perfect or Pitch Perfect 2. I could be dead wrong. He's not even in this movie. Well, I've only seen the first two. I've watched now all three of them, but I've only seen the first two personally. Mm. I saw the second one before the first one, so I ended up liking the second one more. I should have watched the first one, but here's my thing, man. I have a hard time with musicals. Unless it's like Grease or Phantom of the Opera, I kind of want nothing to do with it. Depends, though. I mean, can't go wrong with High School Musical. Oh, God. <laughs> I'm just fucking you. <laughs> That's where everybody's fucking childhood came from, though. Uh, Freaking... It's really going to kill you, isn't it? Uh, I've got him. I found him. He's got to find his name now. He's It's Billy on the street. It's so great. Billy Eichner. Billy Eichner. I got to look this up now. Oh, he's so funny. He's like key comedy. Oh, yeah. He's in Neighbors. The second Neighbors. Mm-hmm. Which first one or second one? Neighbors. He voices Timon in The Lion King. Oh, my God. Hold on, I gotta see this now. Now you got me wanting to see what's up. Neighbors. Oh, he's Craig. He's Craig from Parks and Rec. That's where I remember him, know him from. What's his name again? Billy what? Billy Eichner. E-I-C-H-N-E-R. Let me find his ass. I'm looking for him. That's right. He's he's Craig from um, Parks and Rec, the like crazy dude who's like on drugs, and he's a salt. And it turns out he's like a really nice singer and like a great Salome. Oh, okay, I know what you're talking about now. Yeah, okay, that makes sense. Sorry, it took me a minute. I had to put two and two together. He and Will Ferrell together screaming at the top of their lungs at this poor young lady who had not seen. Um, who had never ended up, had never seen freaking Elf killed me. <laughs> how do you wait a minute? How do you spell his last name? E I C H N E R. Oh, he's in the neighbors too. Okay, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, that's funny shit. What the fuck? Billy on the street is so fun. He pisses 
there are so many people who get like pit, like it is. He goes, you guys, hey, you want? He's giving out five dollars. Anybody will take it. So he walks up to this like big black lady, and she go, and he goes, hey, you want five dollars? She goes, fuck you. And he goes, I'm just trying to add out money. Fuck you, bitch. And throws fuck you. <laughs> just, <laughs> uh, What's the name of that Christmas movie that Disney Plus made with Anna Kendrick and Bill Hader? I'm trying to think. I just keep seeing ads for it. The new one? Yeah, yeah, it's a brand new one. I only remember one with like Chris Christopherson in it. Uh, there's one. It's like okay, so it's Bill Hader, Anna Kendrick. Let me see if I can find this shit. I'll just look up one of the actors. I bet you I can find it there. Disney Plus Christmas movies. Hey, best movie you see on Christmas? Oh, there it is, Anna Kendrick. What is it? Noel. Anna Kendrick in a Christmas movie. If that doesn't sell enough, Bill Hader plays an anxious brother to a bright, sparky Noel. See, I love Bill Hader. I think he's the one of the funniest motherfuckers in the world. I'm gonna have to watch that. I don't. This I don't article, have anything against Anna Kendrick. She's kind of hot, but she just looks like a mouse. That's the problem. Anyway, this article claims Iron Man Three is a Christmas movie. How in the fuck? I don't remember it ever taking place on Christmas. It did though. Mm-hmm. Really, the Mandarin, all that shit. Yep, on Christmas. God, how come I can't fucking remember that? Interesting. Why does this say that Chronicles of Narnia, The Lion, the Witch, and the Robe Wardrobe is a Christmas movie? Yeah, that seems a little pathetic. Didn't there wasn't there like a Harry Potter movie at one point that took place during Christmas? Or oh, shoot, there's I thought there was the Muppet Christmas Carol is on Disney Plus. <laughs> fucking Disney Plus for you, dude. I have never cr- laughed more in my life than at the Muppets movie, like the newer one. See, I haven't seen any of them in a long ass time. I know there's a bunch, though. I gotta keep up. I hadn't slept in three days, me and my best friend. We had slept oh. three days, and we just got done mowing lawns. We came home, and we're like, let's watch the Muppets. So we're sitting here watching the Muppets, and there is a whole scene where, goddamn, they're all in the car, and Fozzie Bear grabs a hold of the steering wheel, and the dragon on the road, he goes, ah, a bear in its natural habitat. Fozzie, Jesus. <laughs> and he's got the steering wheel, and you know how, like, puppets drive, like they're swinging the wheel back and forth? Yeah, and yeah. The first time the camera scans out, and all you see is this freaking, um, car swerving all across the road back and forth as he does that we were, my friend and i were crying so hard we were laughing so hard we were crying it was so funny the muppets christmas i'll look at that god it's been so long since i've seen a muppets movie man damn what else is christmasy that i haven't seen there's a bunch of shit yeah michael kane is in freaking the muppets of christmas Carol. that man is so old he is. He's fucking ancient. That dude's Alfred like no other. Ugh, sorry, I had to mute the mic, man. I had to fucking burp like crazy. Chris, um, Christopherson Christmas movie. Oh, you know what? We were talking about Christopher Lee the other night, right? Yeah. Um, I thought of something. Oh, shit. Hold on one second. Okay, it's not Chris Christopherson. Who is it? 
not to interrupt your uh, train of thought, but we were talking about Christopher Lee, and it got me thinking the other night. I was watching this documentary about Michael Myers Halloween, and it said that John Carpenter, the director, had originally asked Christopher Lee to play the role of uh, Sam Loomis, the doctor that takes on Michael Myers. Right. Christopher Lee said no. But in an interview in the 90s, he said that his biggest regret as an actor was saying no to that because of, like, how big it became and shit like that. I was, like, shocked. I was like, what? I thought they just settled on one guy. No, the thing is, if Christopher Lee would have – Christopher Lee could never be him, though. Well, here's the way I see it. If like, Michael no Myers would have started acting up, um, Christopher Lee would have took him to task and killed my... – <laughs> Well, that's yeah, that's my thing, bro. Is like after you see how Donald Pleasance's performance is, you're kind of like, well, he's the doctor. I couldn't see anyone else doing it. I get why he said no. I mean, he was kind of up and coming at the time already, as it is. He was pretty much up there. So I would have said no too. Like <laughs> a horror film, fuck you guys. <laughs> Let's be honest. That's how horror films are. Nobody gives a fuck about horror films. They got a bad rap. Dude, what the fuck is this? Hold on, I'm trying not to get off topic here, but I found some scalp potatoes. Oh. Hmm. Anyway, Christmas. So, no, hold, hold on. Though Chris Christopherson, who is the freaking um, who is the freaking actor who looks just like Chris Christopherson? Who became a country music singer after he got freaking um after he freaking um oh well, it's not the asshole, but you're the actor. was an actor. This is the worst episode ever. speak. <laughs> <laughs> no, I I mean I'm not uh, which I'm not ignoring the audience. I'm over here eating some scalloped potatoes while I think. <laughs> um, actor turned country singer. Come on. No, not 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 country singers turned actors. I need the guy who was an actor. Oh my god, it's gonna piss me off. What other movies is he in? Austin angry. <laughs> yeah. Aside from that. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. No, it's definitely not Kenny Rogers. Kenny Rogers is dead. <laughs> Kenny Rogers. Yeah, I was like, what? Uh, he That's looks just... like Kenny Rogers, and he looks like Chris Christopherson. He's in the new Christmas movie about Santa Claus. Are you talking about a Christmas story? Oh, no, no. Um, I know what you're talking about. It's got Kurt Russell in it. You said a new Christmas story. Thank you, Jesus. Damn, that was it. (laughs) It's the Christmas Chronicles. Look at Kurt Russell. He sucks. Just kidding. I love Look at Kurt Russell in that movie. Then look at Chris Christopherson, and then look at um, Kenny Rogers. Tell me that they're not all related. Oh, they most definitely look alike. You know, 
Kurt Russell, I was just watching a movie with him in it last night. It wasn't a Christmas movie. Um, did you ever see the... I guess you can call it like an action comedy. It's called Big Trouble in Little Chinatown. Yes. Yeah, bro. I was watching that and I forgot all about him. I was like, hell yeah, I love Kurt Russell. He was in, a badass. He was in the... Um, he was in Guardians of the Galaxy. Yeah, he played... Wait, who did he play again? Ego, the living planet. Oh, yeah, that's right. He was great. I love him and fucking... Mm. Basically, Escape, Escape from, from New, New York. York. Yeah, Prince of Yeah, that's Dark. my favorite. Oh, hell yeah, dude. He's amazing in fucking uh, The Thing. He's great oh. in Escape from L.A. Bunch of movies. You know what movie I haven't seen that I need to watch? Which one? Um, if it worked. Freaking Christine. Oh, bro. Everybody's like, oh, you gotta watch it. Oh, absolutely. That's one of them. Um, <clears throat> so, here's the thing, bro. John Carpenter is the director of that film. My favorite director of all time. Amazing. He made Halloween, Escape from New York. He made a lot of movies that Kurt Russell's in. It is based off of the Stephen King book, My Favorite Author. You got the perfect mix right there, dude. Fucking good movie. It's definitely worth it, dude. It may be old and shit, but like, bro, just sit down and watch it. You'll fucking be like, oh my god, this is actually good. And I'm telling you right now, because I know you like to read, you would probably like the book, too. The book is fucking phenomenal. It's it's one of those things where I can't tell you much about it. Basically, just that, you know, you got this nerdy kid that invests in a car an old an old classic car that so it's different with the movie and the book the book leaves it open for you to decide was the car possessed by the previous owner is the car possessed by a demonic spirit but long story short there's something evil going on with the fucking car and it starts to control the kid that bought it excuse me but good fucking movie sounds stupid Amazing. Um, I, I, I got it, the book, and read halfway through and then never picked up another Stephen King book ever. What? Yep. You picked up the wrong book, eh? Hey, well, I like... found out that he had 12-year-olds twe- having orgies in his books. I was like, nah, it's not for me. <laughs> well, here, I'll be fair. It is Stephen King's it is not the most uh it's the most popular but i don't i wouldn't say it's his best bro you're like leaving out all the good shit like it is a good book in my opinion it's a better book than it is a movie and i really don't like the new ones that everyone likes but you want to read a good fucking stephen king book bro pick up night shift that's uh the first stephen king book i ever read it's a collection of short stories um, I really don't know what else to tell you except for it's got Children of the Corn in it, The Boogeyman, um, Gray Matter. It has a bunch of short stories that are like movies now by Stephen King, but they're fucking, dude, it's great. Like, old yeah. school Stephen King is amazing. My Stephen King is It and The Mist. Bro, The Mist, I love The Mist. The Mist is so, so good, especially when the guy goes chick chick bye to all his family. <laughs> Yeah, dude. No, it's seriously, it's a good book, good movie. I mean, dude, you can't go wrong with Stephen King. I'll admit, it is definitely 
in my opinion, dude, it is like fucking. It's way too blown out of proportion. Like everybody loves it because Pennywise the clown became a fucking horror icon. But what most people don't understand is when you read the book, you realize the clown isn't the primary subject. The clown is the image that the creature uses because it's the most effective. It's not really about the clown. It's about the creature. But the movies focus so much on the fucking clown. I mean, like, I get it. You know, you got to start somewhere, and that's probably what their best bet was going to be. But it is kind of something that just got fucking blown out of proportion. Everybody likes it, and I don't think it's as good. It's definitely not his best work. It's a good book, but... Man, there are better fucking books out there by Stephen King. There, Carrie, Salem's Lot, The Shining, great fucking books, man. Watch, read the books before you watch the movies. The movies are nowhere near as good as the books. I mean, fucking Pet Cemetery is a great book. Cujo is an awesome book. Like, those are good fucking books. But you got these movies that they kind of generalized them for an audience, and now they're kind of what we expect. And I'm like, eh, as much as I enjoy horror films, man, those aren't. Those were nothing like the books. Stephen King's original books are great. I haven't read a fiction book since high school. Bro, that's pretty much all I read. Like, I read a lot of Ben Shapiro and shit, but mostly fictional books is what I read. Like, you saw my bookshelf. My bookshelf is nothing but nonfiction. Yeah, he had a thesaurus. I do have some Dan Brown because he's the best author in the game. I like Dan Brown. Yeah, Dan Brown's my guy. I have four copies of the Da Vinci Code. So, the Da Vinci Code is cool, bro, but Angels and Demons is my favorite. Dude, I have the coolest Angels and Demons book. I found it at a thrift store for like two bucks. It's That's funny. Full, That's where I got all mine was a thrift store. <laughs> it's, a full, it's a full picture book, dude. Like, anytime really? he's writing about something, there's a picture of it in the book. Holy shit, I fucking love Angels. That's my... Angels and Demons is my favorite. Um, God damn it. What's the main character's name? Yeah, um, um, you know what I'm talking about. The dude that Tom Hanks plays. <laughs> <laughs> That's okay. So like Angels and Demons is my favorite. I didn't really care for Inferno. Uh, da Vinci Code is badass. Um, there's another one, though. I I can't remember the name of it, but it has like a fucking Robert Langdon's his name. I just remember it. Robert Langton, that's right, yeah. Well, there's another one, um, The Lost Symbol, correct? Yeah, The Lost Symbol. That's the newest one, I think. Right, well, as in like 30, 20 years no, ago. No, it's one. not. Inferno's the new one. Lost Symbols before came after Inferno, I think. Dude, they got to get their fucking game up. They're fucking filming these movies out of order. <laughs> like, everybody loved Da Vinci Code, but nobody liked Angels and Demons. And I'm like, bitch, that one was the original. What the fuck? <laughs> that's fucking Hollywood for you though man like Wrong. they did that it's angels uh, and De- it's angels and demons then the Da Vinci Code then, said, yeah. then Inferno then Lost Symbol then Origin Origin's the new Shit. one Origin's the new one I gotta read that I only have so like I really one copy of Origin damn I need to read that because I read Lost Symbol and Inferno and Angels and Demons and Da Vinci Code. I read those. I didn't know there was another one. Fuck. See, I like Dan Brown. I like his other books, too. Fucking guy's interesting. See, if people would sit down and actually read, they would enjoy more in life, in my opinion. Like, dude, I would rather pick up a book and read than watch a movie or a TV show. 
I love reading. I've always loved reading. I just have a hard time with it because being a dad and being a full-time worker is fucking difficult, man. Like, honestly, right now, I'm trying so hard to read two different books. So to give you a full background, when I was in high school, I read two or three books at a time. What I would do is I'd read the first couple chapters of one. I'd put it down and take a break, pick up the next one, enjoy that, go back to the other one, put that down, go to the third one. I read books off and on together. I didn't just focus on one. But it's because I had a what's called a speed reader thing. Like, I was able to speed read and understand it. Like, I just used to do it all the time. Well, right now, because of that, I'm only able to read two books at a time, and I'm talking very slowly. So right now, I'm trying to read Nitro. I can't remember who it's by, but it's about the rise and eventual fall of Ted Turner's WCW, the wrestling, you know, blah, blah, uh, The other one is called Taking Shape 2. It's the lost sequels to the Halloween franchise. They're both nonfiction books, but I have a hard time sitting through nonfiction as it is. And right now, like I said, with everything going on in my life, just being a responsible adult, being a parent, it's fucking hard to find that time, man. But yeah, long story short, I would love to just read more than anything. I've always loved reading. Shit, I could be like a personal librarian. Dude, I got fucking suggestions for days. <laughs> like, I've read so many books. So. When you first met me, when I was with Chanel, I had over 400 books, but I lost them all due to a um, tragic car towing incident. Oh, I was no. moving. Yeah, I was moving. I had them all in a crate in the back. Well, not a crate. It was like a big-ass Tupperware, basically. It was a giant Rubbermaid. But, like, that car got fucking taken from me. So did all the books. So I just started over. Yeah, dude, I'm so depressed. I only have, like, 20 of those books now. That's a lot. Like, I got to start all over again. But Chased most of them Chased after that car. My library! That was my biggest concern. It wasn't even the car. I was like, my fucking books. I was so mad. Like, I had original copies of shit, man. Like, Stephen King used to write under the pen name Richard Bachman. And uh, the books he wrote under Richard Bachman was The Running Man, which is a f- movie now. He wrote um, Thinner, that's a movie. Uh, Road Work, that's not a movie. The Long Walk, that's also not a movie. But the Richard Bachman stories were fucking amazing. Blaze is another one. It's not a movie, but it was a TV show in the 90s. Or no, no, not the 90s, uh, late 2000s. It didn't do so well. But anyway, uh, I had original copies of when he published as Richard Bachman before he was busted for writing under that pen name. I fucking lost those in that car. So I was like, damn, there goes those books. Like, nah, I got to start all over. But like I was saying earlier, man, I found all that shit at the thrift store. So, I mean, yeah, like hunting. all of the books other than my Lost Symbol book, my Inferno book and my um, Origins book are all from the thrift store. Right, right. No, you can easily find those. I'm I'm not shitting on those books, but they're just like the most popular thing you can find at the thrift store. Yeah. Oh, and all my Ben Shapiro books are from the thrift store. Every every year, my my grandmother in Texas sends me right. like fifty dollars on a Barnes and Noble gift card, which oh, is like fuck the yeah. best thing ever. So I go and spend like nine hours in Barnes and Noble trying to figure out figure out what I should buy. Fifty bucks, and I always end up spending like a hundred and fifty. Right. Barnes and Noble is nah. not a safe space for Austin. No, dude, I love Barnes & Noble. In fact, one of the best presents I ever got was in high school when books were more affordable. They were like $4.99 a piece. So my mom, like, straight was like, what do you want for your birthday? 
Yeah, it was my sophomore year of high school, and I was like, dude, just give me the $50. You would have, you know, wasted all my presents and let me go to the bookstore. Dude, I bought, like, so many fucking books. Those were the same ones that were in that fucking car that got towed, so that's a depressing memory. No. But <laughs> there goes those books. Fuck, man. It was like watching them walk away like, <laughs> you should have read it all. It was more than once. <laughs> fucking did, books, man. Call the tow company be like, yo, can I get my stuff out the car? Oh, no, 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 I did. They said I had to pay a fee to get it. Oh, damn. Yeah, and I was like, is that illegal? Like, I didn't want to look into it, though, because I asked somebody whose friend was a lawyer, and they're like, yeah, it's going to cost you money to get that info. And I was like, really? That's a dead end. So I just left it alone. I was like, fuck it, I'll just start over. I mean, those books cost me, like, a fucking nickel. Now they'll cost me a hefty penny. I mean, the thrift store, books are cheap. They're like two, three bucks. That's very cheap, but... The reality is it's still expensive, like because they used to be twenty five cents to a dollar. I remember that. That's how old I am. But now they're like a dollar ninety five, two bucks, three bucks. The dangerous thing about the thrift stores, you're oh, it's only two bucks, and then you fill your basket up. You got a hundred thirty oh, yeah. bucks worth of books. You're like, oh goddamn. Yeah, you're like, ooh, I like this one. Oh, I need Jurassic Park. I love Michael Crichton. Oh, I need Bancroft Strategy. Oh shit, the Jason Bourne series is here. Like, dude, that's why I have so many copies good. of. Da Vinci Code. I see Da Vinci Code and it's on sale for 50 cents. I'm like, yo, I, I got it. <laughs> That's what I got to ask you. Why do you have so many copies of that book? What's the significance here? Um, That's my favorite book of all time. So you just like need a new copy? Like every time you see it? Well, like every time I see it and it's like 50 cents, I'm like, what happens if, what happens? I need, I need to buy this book just in case something <laughs> happens to my first copy. Austin's like, what if I drop it in the car and it becomes my new footstool and the one day I go, I'm like, oh, there's mud all over it. Or the second one is the fucking coffee stain book. <laughs> well, I have a bunch of them because it's I go to the thrift store. They're like a dollar. I'm like, at least I have a backup. And then I get home. I'm like, God damn, I already have three backups. Stop buying Da Vinci codes. But see, that's smart, though, because you could have been in my position where a whole car got towed and you lost your whole library book and I got- shelf. <laughs> well, I lost a. I lost my decision points book, right? And I lost uh, one of my copies of Da Vinci Code, and one of my copies of Angels and Demons to the the famed I eighty incident. I eighty incident. Man, if you love to read fiction, though, or if you ever get a chance, have you ever read Michael Crichton? Um, I did end up. Oh, I have read a, I have read a fiction book since high school. Which one was so, it? I I never in high school. I never read Jurassic Park. Oh, bro, great book. And one of my friends was like, "You would freaking love the mo- the book." I was like, "Yeah, oh yeah, yeah it's ten it's, times it's, better." Than I don't know if I have time to read books like that. And he goes, "Awesome, trust me." He showed me an um. A video on YouTube that I think I ended up showing you and Aaron, um, of and it's a narration of, of um, what's his name, the guy who steals the DNAs. Um, right, right. Now I know you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Ned, can't think of it off the top of my head, but yeah. Ned, Ned um, whatever it is, um, Ned's death, and yeah. it's narrated from the book. It's like, oh my god, I had to read this. So I ended up reading it. Like, oh yeah, really, bro, the book really... is fucking graphic and violent. It's amazing. <laughs> it is absolutely amazing. 
Michael Crichton writes some weird shit. And you know what's crazy? Most people don't know this, bro, but he used to be a director. He, um, in the 70s or 80s, he directed the film Westworld. Now, you're going to you're gonna look this up and be like, oh, my God, the guy that wrote Jurassic Park did this. This is crazy. Nobody knew this. But he directed a science fiction Western film called Westworld. I don't remember when it came out, but it was way before he was the author that he is now. And, you know, he was he directed it. And it, it didn't do so well at first, but it became a classic hit to the point where we have the fucking show now, which the show is good, too. The show is hands down amazing. But look that shit up, dude, and you'll be like, what the fuck? Like, this is Michael Crichton. I didn't know. Like, it's weird facts. You're just like, holy shit, how old is this guy? Which he's ancient by date. Right. Oh, uh, the first one. So I didn't actually read the first one until I was in middle school, but that means I never did read the second one either. To this day, I've never read The Lost World. I've thought about it, but I'm like, eh. I've heard people say it's not as good, and I didn't like the movie, so I had no interest. Like, here's my thing, man. The book is ten times different than the movie, so the book is a good book on its own it doesn't need sequels and shit like that but when it comes to the movies which is a separate topic i like the first one i love jurassic world i hated the second one i hated the third one and i hated the jurassic world 2 so it's kind of like a hate love relationship <clears throat> i never really liked any of the other ones either yeah dude, i just couldn't get into it the third one's cool because i love sam neill but and the second dude, it was terrible like it's not bad. No, it's no, the, it's not bad. You got Jeff Goldblum, so there's that. The um, the Spinosaurus T Rex fight is pretty amazing. Yeah, well, no, that's the best part because the T Rex is supposed to be the fucking monster that owns the goddamn block, and then you got this goddamn overgrown raptor that just takes him down. You're like, oh shit, there's a new king in town. Like that's the fucking that's cool, but to be fair, William H Macy and whatever her name is. They don't really contribute much. You're definitely watching it for the simple fact that Sam Neill is back as Dr. Grant. And you're like, dude, Dr. Grant was my favorite in the first one. He was missing in the second one for obvious reasons. I got to see this movie. And then you go see it and you're like, eh, it's all right. (laughs) It's all right. Like, it's kind of like watching, um, what movie was I saying is pretty much like this? Oh, um, Blade Trinity. So I don't know if you've seen the Blade movies, but... uh, um, first two are fucking incredible. Third one is, oh my God, I don't know how to explain it to you, but the third one is basically what fucks this whole franchise into the dirt and like ends it. That's how bad it was. But I loved it for the simple fact that Ryan Reynolds is in it and he's funny. Triple H plays a small role in it. And then it's just Wesley Snipes' blade again. He carries the whole thing. Like he's suffering back injuries like my homeboy over there that's carrying the whole fucking Star Wars franchise. You get what I'm saying? Yeah. <laughs> Pedro Pascal, whatever his name is. Oh my God. Yeah. He's carrying Star Wars right now and it must hurt. That was a good show. But before we get off topic with the Mandalorian and Star Wars topics and shit, <clears throat> let's close out the book topic by just saying this. Austin, there's so much you're missing out on, man, fiction-wise. <clears throat> there's like I couldn't even tell you how many books there are, man, that you, you'd love to read. I mean, knowing you too, man, there's so many different political books. Like, I think that you would absolutely love a book called One Flew Over the Cuckoo's Nest. 
which is a movie, but again, the book, fucking amazing. Look it up, dude. If you ever find it at a thrift store, read that shit. You'll love it. Um, I do need to need to read um Ben Shapiro's fiction book. What he wrote a fiction book? Yeah. The fuck? I gotta find this. I've been reading his new one, uh, How to Destroy America and all that, but I didn't know that. It's called True Allegiance by Ben Shapiro. True Allegiance. I gotta see this. The author of the right side of history, New York Times bestselling office for Ben Shapiro's breakneck thriller asks, how close are we to our country's collapse? We'll be able to stop it once it begins. America's coming apart. An illegal immigration crisis has broken out along America's southern border. There are race riots in this Detroit, a fiery female rancher turned militia leader, has vowed revenge on the president for his air, for for his arrogant policy. The notorious terrorist is planning a massive attack that would destroy the United States as we know it. Meanwhile, the president is too concerned by legacy seeking to see our country's deep peril. Brett Hawthorne is the youngest general in the U.S. Um, United States Army, and he's stuck alone behind enemy lines in Afghanistan. He's the last lost soldier of a failed war. Fighting to stay alive and make it back home, but will he be able to stop the collapse of America in time? Damn, bro. I gotta fucking read that. I didn't know he wrote a that's crazy. That's fucking crazy. Like, holy shit. The only ones I've read thus far is Brainwashed, um, Porn Generation, Primetime Propaganda, Bullies, and um How to Destroy America. Well, I'm on that one. I still gotta read Right Side of History couple other ones, but <clears throat> damn, I didn't know that he wrote a fucking holy shit. Where the fuck have I been? That's kind of cool, actually, now that I think about it. Jesus. I mean, go figure, because his books, they may be nonfiction, man, but they're really, really good. I mean, he writes with the touch of an author. He's not just a fucking reporter writing a book. He's got an author uh, vibe to him. So I kind of figured at some point he may want to look into that route. I didn't know he was actually doing it. That's crazy. I think he Let's... wrote it all the way back in like I'm trying to see if I can see what was written when it was written. Oh damn. So this was a while ago. Let's see. Yeah, this is a while ago. <clears throat> um I'm looking at it now. No, that's not the right date. It couldn't be 2016. It could have been 2016. It was. Damn. Does this motherfucker come out with a book like every year? Holy shit. He's a busy ass man, dude, from podcasting, books, everything. Hey, did you hear that? Um, I'll have to send you the link to this, but did you hear that Ben Shapiro's Daily Wire is talking about creating their own channel, basically, for, yeah, like, cable? They're going to release movies and... Yeah, uh, like a streaming service. Yeah, it's going to be awesome. I'm excited, man, because basically what he was saying is he's going to allow the people that release stuff on there to have creative control. So he's not going to be like, oh, conservative Christian movies only, like... He's going to let these people have control over their shit, but there will be no bias. There will be no, oh, you're too much on this side, so we're going to cut that shit. Like, he's actually allowing, um, you know, like, crazy over-the-top action movies and shit or whatever he, however he put it. But I was like, damn, I'm interested in that. Yeah, and he's... 
Hold on, what'd you say? You just like cut out there. Austin. Where'd you go? I miss oh. you, ho. <laughs> you there? Okay, can you hear me? Yeah, yeah, I can hear you. <laughs> Sorry, uh, folks. What a technical difficulty there. Uh, anyways. Yeah, um... Um, <clears throat> they have Candace Owens coming. Damn. Which, in, into which sounds, which is going to be awesome. Oh, yeah, I love Candace Owens. Can't go wrong with Candace Owens. That's my lady, man. <laughs> oh, fuck it. Um, I'm sorry that we're getting really off topic. All I really had for us was the Christmas shit. Mostly because Christmas is around the corner, but... I would like to continue getting off topic and um, discuss one last thing. So this um, vaccine, it is out. Uh, Who got it first? I figure you know more about this than I do. They're giving it for some ungodly reason are giving it to like. So the CDC put out a list of like who should get it first. Yeah. And they said that, like, um, essential workers and essential workers and people with people who are the word I'm, what are the word, minorities should get it first. What the fuck? Why minorities? Uh, How does that got to do with So, the re- for some reason, they decided they didn't want to do um for some reason they decided that you know the most the single most important group that needs to get it old people don't get it i don't know why the hell that is but you know what's crazy i remember reading something on it and they were saying that <clears throat> uh coronavirus was racist cuz it targeted uh minority groups so i'm like well I hate to be the one to say it, but they don't have the best health care in that group. I don't think anyone wants to say it, but that's probably a big part of it. Not that it's racist. It's just not, something to think about. It's not just that. It's that um, black uh, black and Hispanic people tend to be more... Um, Independent with that shit. No, it tend to be more um, lower income. Well, yeah, yeah. And because they're lower income, I mean, they tend to be essential workers like um, what's the word I'm looking for? I don't know. I'm essential too, though. Essentially broke. Waitresses and waiters and these people who are out working even during COVID. Um, yep, that would be me. <laughs> I'm failing so, every category right now. So that is um why they tend to be getting it. But there's actually a study that showed that um especially like black men. Um, have a lower chance of dying if they're hospitalized than white men. I wonder why that is. Huh. Um, but also, like, in Hispanics, obesity is... There's a higher rate of obesity in... It's a higher rate of obesity oh, in Hispanics than in whites and blacks. So... Oh, yeah, you hit the nail on the fucking dog. Anyways, keep going. <laughs> 
So there's a there's there's a there's a uh, there's a bunch of reasons, but really they should be giving old people. Um, because there's something about in Israel it, when they if they they did a model where they vaccinated the like one point something percent of people that were that are over eighty, it reduced right. the death rate by like a quarter. Then if they did the next like two point something percent of people over seventy. It reduced the death rate by another quarter, so half. And if they vaccinated the like three point something percent of the people over sixty, the death rate was cut by three quarters, seventy five percent. Hmm. Fuck, man. Could you imagine living in fear though, like constantly twenty four seven? Or can you imagine like living like this the way we are for another fucking year? Just saying, man. Just fucking. I think we'll be back. I think we'll be. I think we'll be regularly back to normal by August. Shit, I hope so, man. I'm so tired of not being able to go to a movie theater. See, I sound like one of them Karens now, but like it gets old after a while. You're like, fuck. I just want to be able to go to the bar. Maybe I'd like to take my wife out on a date. Not have to wear a mask on the way to God- the table. I want goddamn um, Golden Corral to open back. <laughs> Seriously, bro. Like for real, Golden Corral. Fucking... You know, when the last time we went to All You Can Eat Buffet was, bro. Like four years ago at this point for me. No, it was like two years ago. It was like last tax time. You know how work <laughs> it is to maintain my figure. Oh, right now it's super difficult. Like, not only is it not an option to work out, but also I'm not working out. So, I mean, on top of that, <laughs> I'm just like, I'm digging my grave with a spoon and fork, as my mom used to say. I gotta work on that shit. And the beer ain't helping either. Like, that's all there is to do lately is drink and eat. I mean, if I'm not working, which is every fucking day. But yeah, I'm hoping things get back to normal. I don't want to talk too much about it just because, you know me, I'll start ranting and raving, and then I get all depressed. Like, eh, mask. <laughs> I just, I don't know, man. I am so over the fucking masks and the mandates and. The fucking senator, governor. Uh, before we get into that hole, I just, <laughs> I just want to be able to go to a restaurant, sit down, and eat. Yeah, I want to be able to live life normally, whatever normal is. It sure as hell isn't six feet away from people wearing a fucking mask. Like, here's the thing: we should have been staying away from each other to begin with because people are sick all the time. People carry something that you should always be worried about. It's amazing to me. How many people took washing their hands into consideration most recently? And I'm guilty of it, dude, for years. For fucking years, I did not like to wash my hands after I took a piss. I was just too lazy. It's not that I didn't want to. I was just lazy. I was like, mm, I'll do that later. But now I'm like, God damn, there really are people out there that are like, ooh, maybe I should wash my hands now <laughs> after everything I touch. Like, I just, it blows my mind. But yeah, anyway. <laughs> I want to save all the juicy shit I have for you for the Saturday or Saturday Sunday episode. I was even thinking we could include a guest if I can find someone. I'm not 100% sure what we're doing yet. But that being said, for those of you that are uh, looking to be on a show or a podcast, this is definitely a breeding ground. Like you can advertise on here. You just got to keep your bullshit to a minimum. But if you are, if you are looking for a place to, you know, 
hang out and chill with two people that might roast you, let me or Austin oh, know. Oh, oh no, you gonna get roasted. But you, if you can roast us back, that's, that's perfectly awesome. <laughs> well, yeah, like if you can talk shit and it works, then hell yeah. But you're probably gonna get roasted. Like it was just like I was saying with uh, that one chick that constantly criticizes my shit. She's like, man, you're just so racist and so bigoted. I'm like, dude. I'd love to have you on the show, but she thinks I'm an attacker. I'm like, no, I'm going to verbally assault you, but I'm going to let you do the same thing in return. This is not a trap. It's just my way of saying, hey, come into this world so I can slap you around verbally. (laughs) Fucking people. But anyways, Austin, buddy, I think we should probably wrap it up just because I don't want to drag on for no reason. I really didn't bring much, so I apologize in advance to you and everybody else. Uh, with everything that's been going on in my life, I've been having to put Wednesday off, and then we have to record it the next day, and then it comes out on Thursday, and it's not living up to what it's supposed to be, so I promise on my end I'll work on that. And we got to start keeping uh, true to our meaning. Wednesday is supposed to be more political. I do feel like we've been doing pretty good, though, in the in the area of keeping Wednesday as the more serious topics, whereas Saturday we have a little more fun. So, I mean, there's that. It's a positive. But otherwise, um, Austin, man, you got anything you want to bring in before I go ahead and close this bitch down? Not at all. Um, Merry Christmas to everyone who listened to this. Um, Plenty of food because we all know all the the gyms are going to open up soon. And we all know that half y'all aren't going to go into it. (laughs) Exactly. It's a pandemic. You ain't working out. (laughs) But... Happy uh, Hanukkah. Merry Christmas to everybody. Or fuck it. Happy holidays. I usually don't say shit like that. I think that's ridiculous. But because I don't know what y'all celebrate. Happy holidays. Austin, buddy. Merry Christmas. I will see you on Sunday. Oh, screw that, Tony. There's a war on Christmas. It's like, uh, when someone says happy holidays, it's oh, like the Sopranos looking at you. <laughs> There's an attack on. It's a war on Christmas. Waged oh, by yeah. the li- raged by the liberal media and Starbucks. Starbucks is a bunch of bullshit, but hey, we all got back at them for not welcoming cops. Burn. <laughs> anyway, I'll see you guys later. Uh, awesome, buddy. Well, I'll see you for Sunday, man. I'll keep you guys updated. Uh, we might have a guest. We might not. Until then, if any of you guys have a preference on topic, I've already picked one, but I'm going to keep it a surprise. If any of you guys have a preference on what you'd like me to mention in the podcast on Sunday or maybe something in the future, please let us know at our website. You can go to Facebook. We're on Twitter, Parlor, but you could definitely check us out at www.thegreatgirthpodcast.com. I am Tony. That is my buddy Austin. We will see you guys later.